So I went to Art Basel, Miami, and I was with some friends having dinner. And I heard one of my friends, Ale, from Italy, uh, who is much younger than me, talk about how much he had spent on one night trying to trying to impress some girls. And for me, I was going to shut up and I was not going to say anything. For me, it was like, that's cool. Everybody does that at some point in their life. But all of a sudden, because I always talk and that's me and I don't care. And at the same time, because I love him, he's a very, very nice guy. I was like, why don't I say it? Why don't, nobody told me, hey, Diego, don't do this when I was 20 something with love. You know, nobody, a few people, my dad, but I mean, no one on the outside. And I'm very grateful for the people that did some, some family friends, very close friends, but on the outside, nobody stops and says, dude, really think about it. Do you want that? So I stopped the conversation and I told him, Ale, I'm going to tell you this. And, and I'm going to tell you this, like you're my son. Like if you were my son, because I don't know, I'm 20 something years older than you. I could be your dad, you know, it, it's logical. It could happen. Um, and I see you like that. Like I could help you. I don't feel I'm old, but I could help you. I've been, I don't know. I, I, it came out of me, you know, and I told him never impress with money, impress with your heart instead. And that was something that I said, he said, you, you know what? You're right. And we talked about it in the table and I was, we were having fun and stuff, but I, it turned to be serious for the little second. And it was like, really, dude, I don't want people, I don't want girls to come because I have money. I want girls to come because of my heart, you know? And he got it. He's very intelligent. He's just playing the game. He was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. But, but the game, you know? And I was like, no, dude, there's a game and you can also twist it and you can play your own little game and find people that want to play with you and get away from the other people. I mean, yes, there's a game, but there's no excuse to lose yourself, you know, to, yeah, like to lie to yourself. So I told him, I'm going to give you in this trip in Miami, it's going to be the 10 rules of the Miami trip. I'm going to give you rules of living if you let me. Like, I don't, I never say do this, but if I, if you were my kid, I would never do it to people. Like, I don't like giving counsel and saying, do this. But if I was leaving this earth and I could tell something to my kids would be these 10 rules, you know? And he said, all right, do it. Let's do it. So we were driving around and they started coming out while we were talking and living. So rule number one, it stayed there. It was never impressed with money, impressed with your heart instead. And I think all young people right now should go out with people and not show your Instagram, not show your money, not show your, your new sneakers. Just imagine if young guys right now were dating girls and none of them were thinking, how much is this guy worth? Because that's what's happening now. And they're right. Young people are right. Marriage is an agreement. So why not find the rich guy, you know? Um, but it's an agreement that's not logical. And that it's in a world that has changed a lot. You don't want to live next to someone that can pay a lifestyle, but is not really close to your heart or makes you, makes you laugh. And I know there's going to be women saying, yeah, but laughter and a very nice dude doesn't pay the whole lifestyle, you know, the house, the kids, the education. I get it. But what if both genders stopped thinking about what to get from each other and they started giving without thinking if you're a girl or, or a boy, you know, just give, just give. If you come into a relationship to give, not to take, it's okay whatever person is taking, you know, it's okay if they're missing a few things. You don't care if a guy can't make money right now or is not rich enough for you. If you can give, 
And the guy won't be thinking of taking just from you sex or beauty or whatever the male version of that is. He won't be thinking of taking from you. He will be thinking on giving a human. So it's not about genders. For me, it's about hum humans. Like if sex wasn't on the table, what does the other person give you? You know, do you only go to girls because they have sex they can offer you? What if they couldn't offer sex? What if that was a, a complete prohibited thing and you had to just connect with humans? Then you wouldn't care. You would care probably about the beauty. Yeah, you might like a bit more talking with someone that's beautiful and that's very subjective, but I could do it. But if there's no sex involved, yeah, maybe it's nice to talk to somebody that's beautiful. But that fades in about 20 minutes. If the conversation is boring and your face is beautiful, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to stand up and go. If sex wasn't involved, beauty would be there as an added bonus. But it would have to be about your heart and your brains. And that's what I think has to impress who you are. Never impress with money. Impress with your heart that's connected to your brain. Start giving yourself to people. And you'll see that the girls that you attract are completely different. So I did it in this boy gets girl version because this is an, a podcast for my friend Ale. It happens that I'm going to post it and all of you guys are going to listen to it, but it's for Ale. Okay. So yes, this talk is for a guy that likes girls and I'm not making any specific story about different genders. It's about Ale. Okay. There we go. Rule number two, <laughs> your word is more important than anything else even when you have a contract. So I just wanted to tell that to my son. You know, I was looking at Alessandro and I was like, okay, if he was my son and I was leaving the earth, what could be 10 things? I mean, they were made in a small trip in Miami. So I wish that if I'm not here, my kids can go to all of my podcasts and all of the things I was thinking, not 10 rules, but, but it was a fun little game. If I had to say 10 things really fast, what would it be? So number two was your word is more important than anything else, even when you have a contract. It's like, I believe now we're losing a lot of time on covering our backs because we don't trust anybody when it used to be an amazing thing to just shake somebody's hand and have a, an agreement, a beautiful life agreement or whatever, you know, a business agreement. So I was telling Alessandro, that's younger than me, bring that back, dude. Yeah, you got to sign a contract, do it, get lawyers, do the whole legal shit. But shake a hand and in your brain, in your heart, that handshake has to be the reason you don't back off, not the contract. Make it important that what you say sticks, that you follow what you say. Make it your priority to let people know that when you say it, you honor it. And then the contract has to be something that the rest of the world needs. People need to know that you guys had an agreement in case somebody dies, in case somebody goes crazy. People have to know that you guys had a contract. But between you guys, you don't need people to know. You, know, you need yourself to be accountable and to know that the other person is also. So a, a simple handshake should be enough. It means that I was looking in your soul through your eyes agreeing with you and there's no paper or amount of humans as witness that's going to be bigger than this that's rule number two and i think we're losing it rule number three when you get to the place you want it you'll realize that it's not what you wanted so enjoy the process because it's all 
that matters. I know it's a cliche. Sorry, Ale. Sorry, kids. I know. I know. The process is what matters. I get it. Is happiness is not the goal it's the process i get it i get it but it's such a cliche but it is a cliche for a reason i know that everybody feels like yeah yeah i get it oh yeah you get it then why are you running for certain goals what do you think you're going to achieve and i told ale again this is a podcast for you my friend you know me i think you can see that i do well economically i think you can see that i made it in my profession and i have recognition, certain fame. I have very good friendships and you're one of them. I have loves of my life. I have health. I have my kids that they're not mine because kids are not yours. They're humans that you can help and you brought to the world. But so I have this whole beautiful life around me. And I'm telling you this because with that being said, none of that matters if I'm not enjoying the process. Ale, no watch. Is going to change my day, not even driving the best car in the world, not arriving to a beautiful house, not going into the jacuzzi and then into the cinema room. No, nothing is going to make me happier than just enjoying where I am right now through love. The process is what matters because it's about growth and growth means self-esteem. I believe that the deepest growth that we are supposed to feel as humans is self-love growing in the way I love myself. And then that reflects into the outside and then more friendships, kids, more money, more whatever is going to come. Recognition, that's going to come, but it's a reflection of your self-esteem, I think. So the growth, the process is what makes you grow inside and love yourself more. Knowing that the process that you just went through, you went through it alone and made it out alone successfully. Knowing that makes it better than having arrived or having something. Just going through that, going through the process of growth and knowing that you did it makes you happier and more fulfilled than any, anything you can tell me about the outside world. Girls, kids, money, fame, whatever. This is important. The process is what matters. I use goals as simple guidelines. That's a fun thing to do, like in a game. If somebody in a game starts playing and starts getting angry because he's not able to win and is not enjoying the process in a game, it's very obvious to see that that person is losing their life. You know, it's like, dude, don't get angry. When you see your kids playing a, a Nintendo Switch game and they're angry and, and not enjoying, you stop that thing and go, dude, take a breath, go out, enjoy. It's just a game. Don't get angry. You know, if you're getting angry, I'm going to take that away. And they go, no, 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 no. Okay, then don't get angry. Enjoy it. That's what I tell people to life. That's life. Don't get angry. Don't get distracted. Don't get depressed because you didn't arrive to where you thought you were going to be happy arriving. Look around. Enjoy the fucking process. I know you know it. I know you've heard it. I know it's a cliche. You're not fucking doing it, humans. Anyway, Alessandro, you're kind of doing it. So enjoy the process. Don't work so hard. You're not getting anywhere. Um, we all say it 20 years later. Everybody. So it feels awkward when you're at your age. But believe me, believe me, you'll be here. And I'm not that old, <laughs> but, but you'll be here. So rule number four, don't be a wannabe. For example, never get the cheapest car of a brand or the cheapest house of an expensive neighborhood. Instead, 
get the most expensive car of the brand below or the most expensive house of a neighborhood you can afford. So rule number four is don't be a wannabe. And I always said it, you know, is I'm not talking business. Rule number five, if it's about business, buy the cheap house in the best neighborhood if you are doing it for business. Otherwise, refer to rule four. So it's not business that I'm talking about in rule four. If you're going to buy a car or a house for you because you want to live in a beautiful place, never buy the cheapest house in the best neighborhood. You will always be, oh, why didn't I get that one? And And you forget that the process was amazing. Enjoy the process. Go to the best house in a lower neighborhood. And then you will feel like you are the best in that position that you took yourself to. And then you can grow to the next neighborhood in a better way. You know, I don't want to be the guy that stops in the red light with the cheapest Mercedes. And then next to me is the most beautiful Golf GTI Volkswagen with the top of the line. And then I'm like, yeah, it might be a Mercedes, but that car is amazing, you know? Go to the GTI, buy the best one in the lower brand. And then when you can afford a Mercedes, go get the one you want, not the cheapest. That's my theory. That This is the reason these are my rules. <laughs> 10 rules of the Miami trip. So, Alessandro, don't, don't go high and then feel like you don't even belong there. Enjoy the process. Go to your own level. Own the level. Be the best at that level. And believe me, you'll arrive to the next one. So rule number five, I already told you what it is, but it has to do with rule number four because now I'm talking about business. If it's about a business, then it's the other way around. Buy the cheap house in the good neighborhood. Remodel it, flip it, and now you're doing business. We all know that one. So I just wanted to put rule number five, which refers to business. Always get something where you can add value. So this rule is bigger than just do that. This rule if I had to leave 10 rules for my kids, it's like, if you're going to do business, there has to be an added value. There has to be something while you make a profit. Don't go out there and make a profit because you found a crack in the system. Don't fuck with the system. Don't create wealth out of emptiness. Don't be speculating in the stock market without really understanding that your money has to be adding value to something. If you're just betting in there, and you want something to go up and down just to make you money, you didn't get it. You're messing around with the whole economy. And the reason we're like we're doing right now is because people found the cracks in capitalism and then now they're just doing it in an empty way. It's never going to fill you up. You're never going to feel love. It doesn't work. So business-wise, yeah, go buy the cheap house in the beautiful neighborhood and fix it up. Add value. Create something. Put your love, your essence, your soul into that and then sell it and then let your own work and your own growth show the people that you're growing and then you will have the rest of the things you dreamed but capitalism shouldn't be there just to supply your ego whatever it demands capitalism was a way of exchanging value don't forget that so the more you lose that exchange and that focus and the more you do empty money the more people that also think, well, if the system is not giving me anything and everybody's abusing it, then I can rob. I can just, why not? LA lately has been very insecure and it's LA. I'm from Mexico. Now I'm in fucking LA. Now I feel more secure in Mexico that I have security, personal security and armored cars than in LA that was was supposed to be secure. 
Why? It's LA, it's the US. What happened? Well, emptiness, that's what's happening. If the rich people are just making money out of speculation, empty voids and ambition and just showing off and having more and fucking everybody around and just abusing the system, then the people that don't have money say, well, I can rob some of them, fuck them. If they don't care about me, I don't care about them. The system was a reason for every human being to take care of every human being. That was the way we did it. It's like, okay, if we make an agreement, it's like if zebras and if, if all the zebras made an agreement and went like, dudes, if we don't want to die, we have to do this, you know? Like, I think we made an agreement so everybody was better off. And it has helped. Capitalism has helped. And I still think capitalism is a way, a more social capitalism, but that's a way. If you're not adding value, why should you just live like I do? But there's the other extreme that has to stop. That is, without adding value, I make more money because I want to make more money because I found a crack in the system and fuck it, I'm used to exploiting it, even if it's not legal. Or, even worse, it is legal, I don't care about morals. Well, guess what? Now, people that don't have money also think, fuck it. It's not illegal, or if it is, I don't give a fuck. Nobody cares about me. I'm going to start taking what is mine. So that's what's happening. All because we want to buy the expensive house in the expensive neighborhood and make money without adding value in a month. We, we all want it. Of course, everybody wants that. I want to buy a watch, not have to work on it, buy a watch that's very cheap and then sell it very, very, very expensive without doing anything. Everybody wants to do that. You don't want to work. You don't want to add value. I get it, but it doesn't work. It's not working. It's not helping anybody. It's not going to take you anywhere. So Ale, always add value. Never look for business because of the profit. That's the real deep meaning of rule number five. Don't look for profit. Instead of that, think about adding value. And in order to add value, you need to work on who you are. And that means self-esteem, self-love. Rule number six, your friends have qualities. Do not forget these qualities once you know their defects. Always remember what makes them special. Okay, Ale? This rule came out for my friend Ale and a few other friends that I love. Because that happens with friends, you know? Day number one that, I, that we all meet wow, so you're a life coach and you talk with stars and you're amazing. Oh, wow. Year three, shut the fuck up. You and your philosophy. I hear you all the time. You're always talking. Get out of my face. You know, and then we lose that respect. We lose that. Wow. I believe there's a hybrid in there, my friend. I think you have to look at the qualities of your friends and respect them. And looking at them, always think that I don't know enough about that. I can learn about that. They are good at this. I will always learn from that. And then the other part of them, the friendship side, where you could be that they're stupid, full of defects. The other side, enjoy it. Have fun, but never mix it. Never forget that your friends have qualities, even if you know they can be stupid. Never forget that your friends have qualities. Just because you, you now know them. And that would be rule number six, you know, in order for a, for a real friendship to be beautiful and long and amazing, I believe that there has to be this respect. I believe that this, there has to be a certain way of respecting what they 
what they're trying to master, you know? You can't just say, oh, come on, I know you. You fart all day or you're always angry or you're always stupid or you don't do this well. You know, you have to say, wow, you're still going deeper in that one thing. You're still amazing in that one thing. I think my group of friends is that, my friend Ali. This is what we are, you know? I think that you guys see that I'm very good at talking in a systematized way with 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 no rules, you know, I just say what I want. Well, there is one, never hurt anybody on purpose, you know, but I just give it all with my talk and I pour my heart into it. And I think, you know, it, and the group of friends that I have see it, they're thankful for it. They use it and they admire it. And on the other hand, they can get angry at me and they can be stupid with me and they know I'm stupid and they know who I am and they see my defects, but they never mixed it. And that creates a, a very special bond, my friend. If you can always sit down and take this from me, this kind of podcast that I'm doing right now, it's what I do as a friend, you know, this is me giving you. And if you can always take this from me, I promise you, it'll be always my best version. I'm always growing. I'm always pushing. It'll be the 10 rules of the Cortina trip in two years, and it'll be better than this one. And I'll keep on doing it if you respect this. And the rest, please have more fun with me and be more stupid with me and let's get wasted and let's have fun. That for me is a real friendship. That's rule number six. Friends, there has to be this growth between us. It's not about perfection. It's not about time. I don't, I don't have friends because I know you for a long time. I really don't treasure that. For me, it's, it's not about the last name, the family bond, the blood bond. For me, it's about love. It's about Respect is if you love me and respect who I am and you love yourself a lot to keep on growing, I want to be next to you. That's it. It's about growth. That's the only thing I respect. So anyway, I think friendship is very important, but you can't just treasure it over time. What you have to treasure is that respect of the person in front of you growing. You know, people are growing and if they're doing something, If your friends are soccer players or photographers or actors like my friends, or they work in a company or whatever they do, then you got to respect that part and always encourage it and always look like it's amazing and always be amazed and try to know them again. If they're growing, they're not the same. You don't know them in that sense. Try to always re-meet your friends, you know? I, I leave LA for 15 days, come back, and I always... Try to reconnect in a present way. You know, who are you today? What happened now? How's your growth? And I believe that that's a, a, a key for a long friendship. And the other one is having fucking fun. So you divide it. You have amazing fun and you do stupid things, but you never, ever stop listening or admiring their gift just because you know their shadow or their defects. Rule number seven. If you feel alone... Do not buy a dog, a plant, a plane, a boat, a girl, a whatever. Yes, I said a girl. Never go buy shit. You need to sit with your loneliness until you feel loved by you. That's rule number seven. Do not go out and buy shit. And if I go deeper, do not go out and fill that void with nothing but love. Don't do it. Nothing will be enough. Not making money, not fame not recognition, girls, kids, marriage, nothing, dogs, nothing will fill it up. If you feel alone, go to your room and make yourself 
touch that loneliness by being alone completely and read oh you feel alone good here i am alone tell that to your ego when your ego feels alone or when your ego feels loneliness then go to your room and be alone match it up that will be the the rule when your ego feels loneliness match it up with being alone put your body in that alone state and then that loneliness will talk and you will see that there's something that you need to acknowledge something that has to change there's a truth coming out when you feel that it's just that a truth is coming out be with it be with you after you see that truth after you go deep inside of you maybe there's crying maybe it feels a lot like a lot maybe it feels like it's very depressing but afterwards you don't die you feel better you feel amazing and now you know that you can go in and out of yourself you stop being afraid of yourself rule number seven don't go out there and get something don't go looking for girls or dogs or houses or money or recognition if you don't have the balls to look inside of you go and look inside i know it's dark and deep it's a whole universe And yeah, if you dig deep, you'll see that there's everything inside of you. All of the hate of the world is inside. All of the love also. The reason we divide from other humans and we judge them is because we haven't accepted them inside of us. You can judge a killer just because you don't know that you have that in you. Everybody has it. The amazing thing is that we have consciousness. That's why we don't do it. We know the consequences, not only outside consequences, not only legal consequences. We know the internal consequences. We don't want it out of consciousness, not out of being better. No one's better than anyone in this world. You might feel that, but you're not. You might say, I wouldn't kill anybody under those circumstances that you're living. Maybe not with who you are. You can't justify other people that do it, but you can understand them for sure. So I understand when people kill. I don't, I don't want them near and, and I don't justify them. And there's consequences, both legal and emotional, but I understand them. I can see myself in them. I'm not better. And that's one of the problems with the legal system in the US. It's about good guys and bad guys. And that's separating the whole country. And the world is like that. When you think you're better than somebody else because you wouldn't do it, you're fucking up big time just because you don't have the balls to look inside. So my dear friend Ale, if you feel alone, go look inside. Don't be afraid. Once you pass that, you feel stronger. You know you can do it. Now you have the balls to go into the whole universe, dig deep and come out triumphant. Now you can make a business. Now you can go hit on a girl. Now you can have a relationship with the dog. Now you can buy plants. Now get a plane and a boat and money and fame and power and whatever. But now you know who you are. Never get in that little race of getting shit when you don't know who you are. Rule number eight, do not focus on other people. It's always you. Don't be a victim. Whatever happens in life, whatever, don't focus on fairness. The universe is not about fairness. There's, there's, no, there's no book saying, yeah, this is fair and this is not fair. Don't focus on that. And whatever happens, use it in your advantage. Whatever. It might be somebody else's fault but it's your responsibility to have a better life. So I don't care whose fault it is. It's your responsibility to make your life better. Don't be a victim ever of your father, of your mother, of society, of drugs, of my obesity, of, of friends, of the neighborhood, or whatever I can, the list goes on. Don't be a victim, be a creator. Whatever happens, use it in your advantage and you'll see how everything 
now will happen for a reason. And the reason will be to make a better life for you. I do not put beliefs in my brain just because they're true. I put them because they build my brain for a better lifestyle. So do not focus on other people. It's always about you. When I'm talking about problems or growth, when it's love, focus on everybody. <laughs> but it's also about you. First, focus on you. Then that love is going to come out. Rule number nine, life is a game. You better be laughing, motherfucker. If you're not laughing, something's wrong. Stop and have fun. And rule number 10, always question all of the rules above because there are no rules. I'm just a human and who the fuck knows? I'm just living 20 more years on earth help, but I'm just living. I'm doing the same thing you are. So never believe anybody, not even me, not even you. Always question all of the rules. Question them. Don't jump them. Question them. Go through them. Use them. Then you might move something. These 10 rules, question them and move them around and add some others because we're going to have more trips. So I'm going to do more rules. But always question, my friend. I'm not perfect and I'm not trying to be. It's just fun to put it in 10 small sentences. But honestly, I don't believe life can be put in a thousand or a million sentences. It's infinite and it's weird and it's absurd. So we're all trying our best. Hope this helps. Love you, man. Goodbye.